All right, folks, we're back after Christmas, uh, after a brief little holiday break. Much has happened. Christian is, is sitting high right now uh, after an excellent Christmas night showing from the Ravens. Um, as Jalen was just telling us before, we got lots to get to as we go through these games here. We'll get to the stories as we go, um, including just a crazy, an elite Saturday slate. The two best games are on Saturday, and then the rest of the games are not very pretty. Um, so we'll get to it. How are y'all doing, fellas? How was everyone's Christmas? <laughs> we are doing, we are doing good. We are doing great. Um, been better for, you know, football standpoint, but, uh, you know, it's, it's just an interesting time, you know, especially when you're in Colorado right now and all the top news is, you know, Broncos related and can't wait to get into all that. But, uh, it's just like you were saying earlier, it's just a lot going on in the NFL. It seems like NFL offseason just wanted to sneak in just a couple weeks early. So it's just a little, I'm just a little excited. I'm over here pretty, pretty level headed, honestly. Great surprise right here. Had a good Christmas, um, even though the ref tried to absolute sabotage the <laughs> so funny. Straight into it. Um, but there is conf- there is conspiracy theory that I'll go into later. Um, that is actually pretty freaking wild <laughs> about everything. Um, but yeah, it's pretty high. And you know, breaking into this little NBA news that I think a lot of people are circling around right now. The Pistons are leading the Celtics by two points right now with eight forty four left in the second. Right, the, oh, history, yeah. the Pistons. Historic team. I did have five dollars on them to for them to win. <laughs> Banners oh, banner banner. forever. Hang the banner. <laughs> and that's despite Cade Cunningham going ballistic in a couple of these games. The poor guy's doing everything he can. <laughs> it's just a disaster. Man looks like a Vietnam War veteran when you <laughs> sit on the bench staring to nothing. Oof. That's true. All right. So yes, we've got plenty to get to. We'll get a quick recap before we get into a pretty, pretty good, interesting slate. Some good games, some disgusting ones. Uh, so last week, very good week for us uh, with the locks squad picks. We did okay. We had uh, we went three, two, and one. The do list I do not believe hit uh, with Stephon Tyreek and Jonathan Taylor. It's three, two, and one on squad picks, but a good week of locks, Christian. Continues to separate with another three and a week on the Browns, Lions, Ravens. He's now thirty-one and seventeen, uh, just cooking both of us right now. Jalen, shout out to you. You've went two and one officially. Five hundred twenty-three, twenty-three and one. And <laughs> I had that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you had the Bucks and Dolphins, but the Colts let you down. Uh, and just a disgusting goes back to the method of you should never pick the Falcons, but you also should never pick against the Falcons um, because you just, you just never know what a Falcons game is going to entail. And then I went one, one and one racking up my fifth push of the year with uh, the Seahawks minus three. Um, I hit the Steelers, the chiefs let me down big time. Uh, they lost outright and they were 10 point favorites in that disgusting game. And I'm now 25, 18, and five. Five pushes this year for me. So pretty proud of that. So going to be an interesting uh, slate ahead with just two more weeks in the regular season and much to still be decided with these playoff spots. So I'm excited to get into this with you all. We've got a disgusting, oh, yeah. disgusting game where elite 
Joe Flacco taking on just the depressing Jets. Um, so I don't know that we need to talk about this game really even at all, but uh, we'll see what happens. Well, I mean, it's a playoff implicating game. You know, one of your guys' division rival actually is going to make it and punch in their ticket. I think it's a pretty relevant game, especially considering the fact, you know, the whole AMC North at one point was almost considered a, a division, a playoff team. I mean, they're but, all still a, have winning records. Yeah, for now, for now. I mean, there's still two weeks of football left. We'll see. We'll see how all things boil down, you know. But uh, personally, I mean, this is all about, like you were saying, it's all about Joe Flacco, guys. Come on. <laughs> this is a big game. I mean, if he wins this game, he on we like I said, he clinches his playoff spot for he's a Joe Flacco's in the playoffs. Like, like this is a game, Colby, that we have to we're sitting here and we're finding out if we're gonna get the answer to. I think we all already know the answer, but yeah, that's I appreciate the enthusiasm. Against a young jet, strong secondary too. Oh man, this is gonna be a great test for the <laughs> possible playoff Joe Flacco's. I mean, it's good for the franchise to have a quarterback that they can show on Nickelodeon and get signed. I saw that. I saw that post. <laughs> you, can't, you can't. You can't show the other guy on Nickelodeon because yeah. uh, not not a good <laughs> the kids. <laughs> like, you know, like like I said, he keeps staring me in the face of a divisional round matchup of Joe coming into Baltimore, and we have to put him down. We got a Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, him in the sweet chin music to the face, and just. Put him down and just give him a standing ovation as he walks <laughs> off the, the field. Um, that wow, Joe, you did it. You're a double agent. Uh, we did it, Joe. Um, so, <laughs> double agent. <laughs> uh, but it's going to be interesting to see this. Amari's out um, after a great, fantastic game he had with himself and David Janoku out there balling. I mean, Joe Flacco has his 2012 2013 version of Dennis Pitta and Anquan Bolden right now. So, not about Dennis Pitta. Right on cue. Right on cue. So it, he, that man loved tight ends. That man loves his yeah. tight ends. That was, was not pass. I forgot about Dennis Pitt. I used to hate that dude. He was always not, not shocked that this man is having David and Joe <laughs> play like Ron Gronkowski right now. So not shocked. Um, <laughs> great. It's great analysis. See, we were not. You were trying to brush over this man. This is great analysis. Dennis Pitta being brought up. The the name is, this is nothing against the Browns. I was just mostly brushing over because the Jets are just ridiculous but you know I need Brees Hall to have a game here I am in the fantasy <laughs> championship game of our championship game we'll get to Jalen game update that I know a lot oh, yeah. of it's not been patient no longer depressed no longer depressed folks we're no longer depressed yeah. it was a it was a lot it was a rough <laughs> two months I think you calculated it was two, two months, months of no winning I, I have not won a fantasy football game in two months folks and it came and that streak ended just like the Pistons, hopefully against these C's too, against James's Celtics. Hopefully both streaks end against uh oh man, that would just be hilarious. I, I'm sorry. I I'm really rooting for the Pistons. That's their lead is up by eleven on my stream right now. It's yeah. amazing. Baltimore strapped up Debo, and so that was <laughs> pins and needles just waiting the entire game. <laughs> oh, I was I watched the whole game. I, I, said, I watched the entire game. I thought the case for a garbage time touchdown. I, I watched the entire thing. I could not be jigged of my moment. The, this uh sound bite by James absolutely has been killing me. It's a uh... obviously in shock. What? 
Pure shock among the man that we said it. it would be poetic if he lost to the guy that he's been talking the most smack about for the past two months about their team, and he his team chokes it in the last right. game. And then James Conn's in the bunny costume, so that will be hilarious to see. Uh, yeah, that's that's, um, that's nice. Um, before we move on from the Jets and Browns, I just want to say shout out to my boy Nick Wright for going on like a five minute rant oh, that on was Aaron Rodgers, just was- like how I did. And I just want to say it was the same topic and the same reasons that I went off on Aaron Rodgers and pulling his little okie doke injury. He got mad at the same reasons, and I just felt so justified. It felt so good to see that happen. Just saying. I, oh, I just wanted to share that. It was so funny. I don't know if anyone else has any comments about how Rodgers treats the Jets and anything about the future Jets. I think they're fucked. But, uh, yeah, it's not looking great. That that was pretty funny, man. Uh, yeah, it's not great. Okay. Are y'all ready? To he get was shaking. <laughs> this man, this man, Flacco is slinging the pill right now. Like and that's why I started him against Chandler. Crazy. I started him against Chandler for a chug. Got to end the season with an elite quarterback. I'm going out on top. If I don't have Kirk Cousins, I'm going out with Joe Flacco, one way or another. All right, sorry to keep interrupting you, Colby. We just got an electric start to this uh, amazing game slate oh, that you were okay. talking about, right? It's it's all right. Yeah, that's fun. Okay, Saturday slate. Great one. Probably maybe the best Saturday slate of all time with these two games. Maybe the two best games of the week. First, Detroit at Dallas. The reeling Cowboys have lost two in a row back home. Lions fresh off clinching their first division title since the early 90s before any of us were even born. Um the Cowboys are four and a half point favorites. Um, they're obviously, as we've said, a completely different team at home than on the road. It's kind of been one of their teams. Almost locked into where they are. Uh, this could be an interesting game to see how Detroit hangs with them. But uh, I, I've got to tell you, this I, four and a half minus the points. I'm still slamming Dallas in spot. This feels like a classic bounce back. Detroit seems like they have a lot less on the line. They already pretty much know roughly where they're going to be. Um, and the Cowboys really got to win this. So I'll take Dallas. Look, I know Detroit's already positioned to have uh, hosting a playoff game. The last time Detroit was in the playoffs, they faced the Dallas Cowboys, I'm pretty sure. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and say that I think Dan Campbell was either – Came in before or after, because he was a part of the Owen. He was a part of the team that didn't win a single game, so he was a part of that team yeah. and everything. I don't know. I don't know if he was a part of the playoff team I as don't well. Think so. But either or, he is a guy that likes to go off a of tradition. I think he and his boys, and actually I should say men, him and his troop, I should say, are going to go out there. I think are going to play spoiler to the Cowboys. I think this is a prime position for Dan Campbell to show up and play spoiler. I think the Lions are a perfect matchup and a perfect challenge for Dallas at home. So I agree with you. This is going to be an electric. The start off, is it the start Saturday? No, it's the only Saturday game. Oh, that's even better. So yeah, I'm going to go with Detroit. Oh, I'm an idiot. I literally thought there were two Saturday games. I was misreading the times. You're right. This is the only Saturday game. Great. That's what we got. It's honestly, um, if you've noticed, we've only flexed one primetime game this year. 
Like I, I feel like every other year we're flexing a good like probably like four at this rate at that point. So well, the people want to see Jaron Hall versus uh Jordan Love. I think also that Broncos Patriots game should have been flexed last week. It should have been both that NFL was network. <laughs> hey, it was a good game. <laughs> it was, but who cares? Like <laughs> the Broncos got eliminated. That's what mattered. Anyway, sorry, Christian. No, yeah, it was all good. It's an NFL network, so that's why they couldn't um flex it out. So if it was an NBC, it could have been a different thing. Um, but this one, um, I mean, you got Jared Goff indoors coming off the high, went in the in there, but but this is also a position for a huge letdown game for the Lions as well, coming off the high, knowing the Lions. Thousand home those like they are just a completely freaking different team. It's unbelievable how different they are statistically all across the board. I'm gonna have to ride the Cowboys simply just because they're at home and they're just a completely different team. Give me the Cowboys minus four and a half here. Um, I mean, I would love for the, the Lions to cover a win here, but I'm just gonna ride that statistics of how different this team is at home. Yeah, no, with you on that. That that's gonna be an interesting, exciting game to watch. See how that turns out. All right, the Sunday slate, best game of the day. Christians red hot top of the league right now. Baltimore Ravens after they thumped the Niners and embarrassed Brock Purdy on Monday Night Football in San Fran. Another massive game. They are home in a battle for the one seed against Miami in Baltimore. One o'clock, Ravens three and a half point favorites. Christian, do you want to go first and ask in their glory for a moment, or you want us to go? You guys can go first. Oh, okay. I love the Ravens here. I'm, this is as much about the Ravens as also I still, as good as the Dolphins have been and as nice of a win as that was for Dallas, I'm still not a big Miami believer. I don't really see them do anything come the playoffs, and I don't see them having much of a shot in this game in Baltimore. It's going to be cold, physical. I, I think this is just a bad spot for Miami, and I just think Baltimore is much better. So I'll take – better. Maybe not that much better, but definitely better. So I'll take the Ravens here minus the points. Oh, man. Three and a half. Ravens came off an amazing performance on primetime, showed up with a fire in their stomach, man. Mm-hmm. That being said, oh, this is a battle between me, uh, an old trusted – brand which is harbaugh and his ravens something that i've loved and stood by for a long time and my new love and mike mcdaniels and god damn this is gonna be a great game as well back-to-back good games wish we can find a way to rearrange them but um yeah just wait to hear like the next five games oh the next one how about just the next next uh, bad Yeah, anyways, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I, I think the Dolphins would be in a great spot to cover here and make it a great example of themselves to say, say, hey, we didn't get blown out like the 49ers. We gave them a we're going to be a good contender and a good threat to these Ravens better than the Chiefs, Bengals, Browns, uh, who uh, Raiders even maybe because they're apparently alive. The Raiders. I, I'm May I really do think I really do believe in the media saying that the Miami Dolphins might be the Ravens' biggest threat in AFC right now. Them and a team that Christian has been kicking to the dirt low key every single week, every time he can. So I, I can't wait to get to that team. But for right now, I'm going with the Dolphins to give Ravens just a little bit of a challenge for once. 
Um, so before I dive into the actual game and stuff, I can go over the conspiracy theory that was brought to my attention about this ref tripping Lamar. Um, so oh. this this might be breaking news to you, Colby, but all three games that the Millionaires have lost this season prior to the Braves, they lost at 17 points. Niners scored only 17 points. And then all three QBs have gotten season-ending injuries. Joe Burrow with the, the Bengals. The Niners only scored 17. The Vikings with Kirk Cousins, they only scored 17. And then as well as Deshaun Watson, they only scored 17. Oh, but Deshaun, no. I think, was yeah, pretty hurt for that. So, yeah, game. <laughs> so it was, that was a little fluky. And then the final score of what the Niners scored on Monday was 19. So the, the conspiracy is that the ref is a time traveler that came back and gave – the Niners two additional points so it didn't end up on 17 and Lamar doesn't get any sort of injury so <laughs> oh you're going off it you're going off it. that was gonna be like an actual conspiracy theory you're going off of that I'm going off of that I say I believe in the same conspiracy I saw that conspiracy theory about the 49 just playing just playing against the 49ers in general I didn't know it had to involve with the points I thought it was every time you beat the Niners you lose a quarterback and everything. That's what that was the conspiracy theory. Every time you beat the Niners, you lose your quarterback. Because it did happen to the Vikings, Browns, every team that has beaten them, their quarterback gets hurt the next week. So, yeah. Hopefully, I did not notice that there was the 17 marker there. I did not notice that. That's so uh, that's what they're saying. The 17 <laughs> got broken because of this rap taking the safety. So the Niners got two extra points. That, that gives me a lot more. That makes me feel a lot better. I'm not going to lie. That makes me feel a lot better because I was a little concerned. <laughs> so that, that rap is invited to the Super Bowl parade. Um, that, that but then again, <laughs> then again, you have to remember, you guys got up. Do you guys still have the Pro Bowl backup and Snoop Huntley? Of course. Yeah, we, let him go. we still got Snoop, yeah, but uh, Richard Sherman can screw off of telling that Snoop Hugley left the Ravens into the playoffs. Like, what? That's that's just that's later. That's um, for yeah. That's another part. Richard Sherman is just a bum. Mike Flores, bum. That guy absolutely got ripped to shreds immediately after the game. That was like crucifixion on Twitter of what that man was getting. Um, I mean, Lamar kept calling him Mike Flores, Mike Flores. Like, so he just kept calling him the wrong, completely name, just calling him a tiny little channel. So that was pretty funny to go with. But great, outstanding performance from Baltimore on Monday, all around. Kyle Hamilton, all pro. I mean, that is that man is here we got the resurgence of ed reed and ray lewis in our backfield rocon smith and kyle hamilton right now like they those guys are dogs and they will the whole defense is balling out mike mcdonald he's an awful defensive coordinator i don't think anyone should hire him as a coach i think he he's awful he, sh- he should not be in consideration for any head coaching talks so everyone needs to stay away um, from him <laughs> but yeah big man goes going to this game itself I will give the Dolphins credit. The Dolphins have had our number in the past couple games. They just sneak out. Uh, I was there live for one game in Miami where we just had an awful game. And then last year they came back in that comeback fashion itself. But we're pulling out the kryptonite card. We're bringing out our black on purple color combo. Black jerseys, purple pants. We are 3-0 and in that uniform combo and those we've all played very big games in all of those games so it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough task to go against the uniform game um so still give me the red hot baltimore even though dolphins still have only been one actually good team and that was last week with the cowboys everywhere else 
still have got, got lots to prove. And Jalen Waddle is out as well. So lots of focus on Tyreek. Give me Baltimore minus three and a half. Dang, this is going to be a good game. I, I, I'm already liking the fact that I'm already against the odds here against both of you guys. It gives me a chance to catch up. But I just think, like I was saying earlier, this, Vic Vangio, yeah, he's not the greatest, but he does have a great person. They, they do have a stacked defense. Bradley Chubb did show up last week against the Cowboys, and I did give him a shout-out. So just wanted to say before we move on to the next Oh, muted again. Okay. All right. That, that's going to be an interesting one to watch and see see how that plays out for sure. Now we get into some slop. If you enjoyed those two great games, well, we'll bear with us here. Next game, Patriots at Buffalo. Bills are 13.5-point favorites uh, after they squeaked by the – me and Christian totally called that Chargers cover last week. They almost won the game. Off the uh, new Sniff that out. Sniffed it yeah, all it, over. <laughs> I wish I would have put that as a lock. Um, this is way – the Bills are hot. I expect them to win this game, but this is way too big of a number. The Patriots, as we saw, they're playing hard for Belichick with their being buzzed. This might be the end. Um, they're going to play hard. The Patriots beat them outright the first time, so I don't see how the spread is so big. That's to, I think the Bills win, but that is way too big a number for me. So I'll take the Pats plus all those plus the 13 and a half. Oh, Jalen, you're muted or whoever's going. No, I wasn't ready yet. I was I was refilling. Oh, um, <laughs> anyways. Anyways, uh, so yeah, it's a big spread. But this Bills team has a mission here, you know? They're gonna win the football game. But if they cover this spread here, I think they're sending a message to certain fans like Christian who were kicking them down, kicking them while they were down, especially Josh Allen, for Josh Allen's sake, especially now this past week. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about the MVP talks, but Josh Allen's name has been reemerged into the MVP conversation. Do I agree with it? No. Yeah. Does, should he be up there, Colby? You what, You have something to say? I was just going to say, uh, Lamar, like, so Lamar's the favorite now. I don't have a problem with Lamar winning it. I do think it shouldn't be a quarterback this year. I kind of think it's dumb that they just automatically give it to a quarterback every year. I would actually think, I honestly, I think Miles Garrett has a good case for it. Like, I think, or Tyreek, I think there's a strong case that it shouldn't be a quarterback this year, but that's just how it goes. But anyways, that was my thing on it. Yeah, I, I was about to say, I just don't like the idea that it's going to Josh Allen. So, can they cover this game? I'm saying yes. I would like them to cover this game, just so that way we have something fun to talk about on uh, Thursday and Christian, right before we get ready for the playoffs. I mean, if the Dolphins, hey man, if the Dolphins win, they'll keep the Bills away. Maybe the Ravens will see the Bills in the playoffs. It would be, uh, that'd be a fun one for us to talk about and see. So, maybe. But I'm going to take the I know it's a big hefty spread, and you said the Patriots won outright, but I think the Bills are just going to lay it on them. So I'm just going to take the spread. I'm going to take the points. I don't think we would see the Bills unless it's the AFC Championship game. That's just the way it's seeding out. I don't think it would be possible though, because I I'm already Dolphins have to win the division. Bills would be a wild card, and then since you guys are number one, you get the high, you get the low, you get the higher number. Yeah. So So as long as they get the because they would be the sixth spot because they would have enough to get Cleveland. Yeah, that's probably how it would work. Oh, and so then you wouldn't see Joe Flacco. You would see Josh. I would see Josh. Yeah. (laughs) And that would. 
I mean, but it, it, it's it's clearly, I think that's also why I'm pretty confident Baltimore, the NFL script writers are trying to make this into next week flex game, uh, Dolphins-Bills, Sunday night primetime for the division. Because if we beat the Dolphins, Bills should win here. I don't think they cover. I think the Patriots cover here. I, it's way too much, as Colby said. Early in the game, they only won by barely. Like, I don't, I don't trust this line at all way too much. Bills don't really cover anyway, so... Give me Patriots, but I think this is all set it up for um, Bills and Dolphins next week. And I believe that's in Miami, not mistaken. So mm-hmm. that should yes. be States. I don't know how it's gonna go. They they kind of flip-flop. Those teams honestly they, they they go right and dab in the middle of it. So that's a later conversation. But I think I think that's what they're really hoping for happens. Yeah, I could definitely uh I could definitely see that. That would be uh that would be exciting if it's for the division. Uh, so totally with you on that. Um, all right, next game. Uh, anywhere anything else on that one? Um, the, wow, this is crazy. Flacco is just tearing it up. Um, a game you should definitely stay away from, as we've said many times. The Falcons are in it. Falcons at Bears. The Bears are three point favorites. At home, Bears six wins. They're playing a lot better. They smoked Arizona last week. Justin Fields playing for his future. This is a tough one for me, but I kind of like Atlanta here. Heineke was pretty good last week. Um, I don't really have a ton of a feel for this game. The Bears have looked a lot better lately. That's why they're favored. Um, but I, I'll take the points with Atlanta just because I think this is a pretty even matchup. It's an unpredictable game. Uh, and so because of that, I'll just want to catch the three points with Atlanta. So I'll take the Falcons plus the three, actually. And I don't feel great about it. Uh, I think you should feel great about it. I feel like this game's going to be mixed with all these, all the following elements. I feel like we're going to have a crazy special teams play where either they're going to break off for a touchdown or a 50-yard-plus return. I think we're going to see pick six maybe or a fumble six um we'd love to see a big man roll into the end zone that's the bone that would be like the bonus card on your that's your little bonus space for the bingo board card but more importantly i think we're going to see a lot of running the football in this game (laughs) i feel like we're going to see a lot of running the football (laughs) these guys are gonna try and get this try and just find a way to get their offenses just playing solid um for Justin Fields' sake, I want to go with the Bears here. Um, You've caught on like, Fields these last few weeks. You used yeah. to be the biggest anti-Fields guy. Yeah, but these next couple of weeks, I've been on Justin Fields just for the same reason how you've been supporting the Patriots. Try and just make sure that they don't get the right guy <laughs> in the future. So, Justin Fields, you keep winning, my guy. Well, so the- that way next year in the first 12 weeks of next season – you could be Owen. You could be two and ten next season. Probably I'll be saying the same thing. I'll be saying the same thing. Well, except they have, except they have Carolina's pick. Eh, it's okay. Now we'll see if they no. even use it. That's why Justin Fields has to keep winning. If he keeps winning, then they have to keep. Then they'll have to debate and think even harder about yeah. it. He's so. at least making them hesitate somewhat. I would imagine. That's what I'm saying. I think that's why I'm going with the Bears here for the win. I think he's going to try and. Keep putting his name out there and everything. Um, and then for the Falcons, I just don't see much out of them. I mean, I I can't get a I can't get a grip for this team. Can't really get a feel for them. 
So I'm just going to go with a team that I at least kind, kind of got a more of a better sense for. Because um, before I go into my take, does anyone want to take a guess on what the Pistons Celtics score is right now? Oh, uh, oh they're up 20. Uh, Pistons up six? I'm, I'm watching. Pistons I'm watching. Are, this is awesome. Pistons are up 19. They're up 19? Oh, Sorry, I can't count. That's wild. <laughs> what? Let's time. go, Pistons. Wow. That's um this might be funny. the easiest $45 I ever made. You put I put five on it too, so it's like 40 something for you. You know me what, well. Jalen? I was planning to put the Celtics at the top of the next tiers. This this might drop them from that, just even though they have the best record that they've got. Them. You have to. You have to. <laughs> it's, at, it's at Boston. It's they at might Boston. Get dropped. <laughs> It you is imagine paying a hundred dollars to go see the Celtics play right now and just lose it to the worst ever. <laughs> is, is, is the wing stop special? Is that you have to win? Win at a home game or is that anytime? Because those guys, are I, I, I hope it's anytime. They need this right now. This is big. I think it's anytime. They need this. I figured. Wow. I figured it was a nice kind of dive into. Also, this this Thank game is looking like a good classic game. We're pawn us right now, boys. Like this, I hope the Jets answer back when they're touchdown because that would be electric. Um, but my analysis: no matter what you pick, you won't feel good whatsoever when it comes to a Falcons game whatsoever. I mean, they have to gear up because Russell Wilson's going to come into town next year. So, got to get all the boys kind of be in there. Even a future is going to be over there as well. So be kind of clash of families in there with, you know, Russ coming in. So it'd be nice, but give me the, give me fields minus three bears. Um, they're, they're kind of, he's kind of playing hot, so I'll take it. So give me that. All right. Y'all both on the bears over Atlanta. No squad picks so far. All right. Next game, at least somewhat interesting. Not really, but it's a game. Titans at the Texans. CJ Stroud expected back after two weeks out with concussion. Texans four and a half point favorites. Do we know if Levis is playing? Is it is this gonna be Tannehill again? Not that it matters a great deal, but Chris is gonna look that up for us right now. Um so again, Stroud expected to be back. Massive game for Houston, uh, especially because they have the Colts in the last week. If the Texans, I mean, if they don't win this game, they're pretty cooked. They're probably not gonna get in. But if they do, they have a good chance to get in. Gonna be interesting. Although everyone in the AFC South is eight and seven right now, except the Titans. Uh, but the Jags do have the tiebreaker over both Indiana and the Texans. Um, so they'd have to get a better record than Jacksonville to get the division. Uh, I'm taking Houston regardless of which quarterback it is. I would feel better for Tennessee if it's Levis. Hopefully it's Levis because I don't think anyone wants to watch Ryan Hill in uh, 2023. Um, but I'm still – with Stroud coming back, the Texans, it was a rough go last week without him. Um uh, the Texans are far more interesting when CJ's out there. He's obviously sensational. So I'll take Houston minus the points. Uh, Levis was a full participant in Wednesday's practice, but, I mean, it's not confirmed that he's out or playing, so it's kind of still up in the air. Gotcha. If he's practicing, I'm guessing he'll probably play. Yeah. All right. That makes me feel a little better for the Titans, but I'll still take Houston. Oh, man. I'm going to take the Texans as well. I think uh, the expectations of this is just a young team is going to be it's fully out their window now. Um, they won a game without Stroud in a very great – it was a good game too. I think Case Keenum led them to a good game. So 
I want to go ahead and give the Texans the benefit of the doubt. I think they got a young team. They're going to have their ups and downs, but they're also very motivated and they're playing. I think they're playing to get into a playoff spot, whether it's going to be the wild card or the division. The fact that they're tied with the Jags, I feel like they win this game here. I haven't looked further down the slate, but if I have a good gut feeling about who the Jags might be playing, uh, then do you have a chance here to take the division here and shake things up and make the AFC playoff picture look a little funny before the end of the season? I just realized I'm using my phone, so I have to use my phone to look it up. Uh, I don't care who's playing Levis or Tannehill. Give me Texans minus four and a half. Right, it's a full squad ride on this one. Right? I'd rather see the Texans be in the playoffs too. It'll be fun to have a rookie that's on the rise, have his first go. So give me that. And just not a and just a quarterback who's not a backup. <laughs> the way, so the way uh, all these wild card teams are going. Uh the AFC. Who was the uh, before we move on, Colby, you said a great quote that just reminded me. Christian, who was the quarterback? Oh, I know. It see, Colby, you talked like Andy Ryan Tannehill, like how we did Andy Dalt last year. Yep, yep, yep. No, <laughs> that's like that's exactly how that sounded like. <laughs> Yeah. Just like old, old Yeller, old, put him in back. Just get out the freaking shotgun. Old Yeller, yeah, send him to Seattle. <laughs> Let's see. Or, yeah. to, or Carolina, like, sorry. That's where Dalton went. He went to Carolina. Wherever he was. Wherever he was. <laughs> he started a game this year, actually. I don't know if you all remember that. Just one. Yep, yeah, just yeah, one. one game while Bryce Young was hurt. So, you still can't get rid of him. Okay. Uh, first squad ride on the Texans. Next game, ooh, folks, it's the Jalen Kleeg Invitational. The oh, two best quarterbacks in the history of Jalen Saloon going head to head. Aiden O'Connell versus Gardner Minshew. Raiders at Colts. Actually, like you said, with the Raiders win last week, still alive. Ba- I mean, barely. It's, they would need a miracle, but they're technically still alive. And the Colts, they got. We're sitting pretty last week and then got smoked by Taylor Heineke and the Falcons. Um, and I picked them, so that's also probably why they lost. Um, so do you, I'm assuming you all want me to go first here so you can fade my pick in this game? Yes, you are officially not allowed to pick Colts games. So go ahead. So the Colts are three <laughs> point favorites. I promise I'm not doing this to them on purpose because I have no beef with the Colts. I think you are. There, I'm not. I have no... I, I have two of my best friends are Colts fans, uh, John, our buddy, and uh, and Dylan, my one of my other good friends. So I have no ill will towards the Colts. I like them here, man. I the Raiders, they didn't. Aiden O'Connell didn't complete a pass in the last three quarters, and they somehow won that weird Chiefs game. We'll get to the Chiefs later. Um, I mean, the I just I like what Antonio Pierce has done. I think he probably is going to get that job, maybe. Um, after. What happened with Bisaccia? Maybe uh, they'll learn their lesson there. Um, but I just don't think like Aiden O'Connell. It's been a cool story. I'm happy for him. I'll be interested to see if he gets a shot to be the guy next year. Um, maybe we'll have to do the guyometer at the end of the year, and he'll be on there. Uh, but I, I like the Colts here minus three and a half at home. So sorry if I do, but I've got to be honest. Well, Aiden. Looks like you got yourself an easy battle this time. Uh, it's it's truly heartbreaking, Christian. Uh, are you are you doing the same thing I'm doing here? I'm not touching the freaking Raiders of a fifty foot mile. Oh, you know, couldn't finish a pass in the like that's insane. Like, 
that game was disgusting. We'll get to the Chiefs later, but that, <laughs> that was just an ugly game just to watch and just like so. We'll get to more Chiefs focus. I'll talk about that. With, but I'm not touching the Raiders here at all. Uh, give me the Colts. Well, well, folks, people just don't seem to learn here on the podcast about certain trends. You nailed it last and, uh, week. I'll give you credit for that. You nailed the Raiders last week. <laughs> it's this trend this week. It's going to still be viable. Guys, the Colts do not have the same type of defense as the Chiefs have. Okay? True. That's true. So let's be real. Aiden O'Connell should be complete a pass in the other three quarters of the game. <laughs> I, think he can, I think he can do it. So... Um, I'm going to go with Aiden O'Connell, of course, as you can tell. I'm going to fade Colby and Colts here. Uh, it breaks my heart that it's happening to Gardner Minshew. Um, but this is also maybe just for them to cover, you know? I, I just want to see the Ra- – I like what the Raiders are doing uh, during their game against the Chiefs. I was smiling. I was just – I was enjoying Raiders football for once. And I actually liked what they had on the field. I thought their defense – gave me it gave me a good feel of what the classic Raiders might have been you know it was very defensive great game very gritty very very gross but they just won baby so call me hooked Antonio Pierce maybe you it's the same Kool-Aid but different server different waiter I'm hooked Uh, give me give me the Raiders man I'm hooked on the Kool-Aid that Antonio Pierce has served (laughs) I don't know who that other guy was and the, and the fact that the the Chiefs could lose the division to the Raiders is crazy. <laughs> it's like sure team. There's another team that could win the AFC West, but that's a later conversation. Well, yeah. <laughs> to them, actually, I think they might be like the very last game, uh, or second to last game. Yeah, we'll we'll get to them and the news they had this week in the Mile High City. Okay, still only one squad right. Next game, Rams at the Giants. The DeVito show has come to an end. We're back to Tyrod. This one can be cool. I'm not going to spend much time on this because the Giants are just boring. Dayball's a great coach. Credit to him for managing to somehow throw together a few wins this year. This was still a disaster of a season after last year, and obviously Daniel Jones got hurt. It wasn't doing good before that. I love the Rams here. Give me the Rams, minus five and a half. Uh, They are hot right now. They are red hot. And I'll just say this. I kind of sneaky think I could – absolutely see the Rams making a run potentially all the way to the Super Bowl in the NFC. I just think I keep, I don't completely trust any of the top teams in the NFC at this point. They all have major questions. The Rams are hot. And while they don't have the talented roster that all the other top contenders have, we know they say the two most important things in the NFL are coach quarterback and they have the best coach in the NFC by a mile and they have the best quarterback in the NFC, not by a mile, but I would say at this point, I think I mean, Stafford, they're proven. They've done it. It wasn't that long ago they were holding the Lombardi Trophy. I think the Rams, I would want no part of playing them if I was one of those top NFC teams like Philly or Dallas, San Francisco. Well, there's one team that you didn't mention, and I'm glad you didn't. I think the Lions. I think the Lions are. I think they're primed and ready to uh, see the Rams. I think they're going to be the one team that might. That's going to be. I hope we do get that game. Stafford going yeah. back to Detroit. That would be a lit wild card game. 
I think that's going to be the one team that might be able to stop them. And that's the only reason why I feel confident that their run might might be stopped short is if they get the draw off the Lions. Um, I'm right there with you, though. I don't want to spend too much on this game. Like I said last week, um, I was just disappointed with Danny DeVito before even the game. I said it before the game. I was like, hey, guys, Danny DeVito, fraud alert. He's over here changing contracts, changing are you, are you trying? Are you meaning to call him Danny DeVito? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't know you were doing that as a joke, but they said it a second time. <laughs> sorry, Tommy. Thank you for saving me. Tommy DeVito. Oh, yeah, Tommy DeVito. Yeah, he's just a bad guy. Danny DeVito, great guy. Tommy DeVito, even though he played the Penguin and his character on Always Sunny, very questionable. But Tommy DeVito, even more questionable, more fraudulent. Um I'm going with the Rams here. The Giants era is over. I, I don't like what happened with Dayball, man. It's sad to see, but he's going to be scrapping for which he's going to be scrapping these next couple of years. I feel like if they keep him for a couple of years, these next, we'll see what happens this offseason with the Giants. Let's just say that I'm already thinking offseason for them. So give me the Rams. I mean, just like you guys were saying, I think it's a mega, mega doomsday scenario for the Lions if Matthew Stafford's running out. I mean, it's doomsday for me just because, I mean, the guys, Joe's always been something to me, Like, but I know we could beat them. The Lions, though, I don't know if they can beat Matthew Stafford coming into town. Also, at this point, I know we're having fun with this Flacco thing. Really? Matthew Stafford, much better than Joe Flacco. Much, much better. <laughs> much better. <laughs> so, well, you guys, I, Joe Flacco came off the couch. Come on, Christian, you gotta yeah. support your team. There's Come no disrespect. To Matthew Stafford is. I'm hearing a lot of disrespect from that Steelers flag. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, Danny, continue, Christian. So, but like that, that's mega doomsday scenario. And Detroit fans notice, they know it. They're already kind of preparing of him possibly coming into town. And that's going to be a barn fight. That might be the, the primetime game of the week of all of the matchups that could happen on Super Wild Card weekend. That could be the mega one. But yeah, give me, keep Brian. I'm not, I'm not, why is it only five and a half, too, as well? The Giants freaking stink. I'm tired of seeing them. Get, put them down. Sorry, tired of seeing Dable all just red and everything he's man like looks like the cold eats him alive every single time it's zoomed in on his face and he's always pissed off give me give me that give me that Rams second squad ride minus five and a half all right another the next three are just awful games so let's just try to get through this here San Francisco looking for a bounce back at Washington the Niners are 12 and a half point favorites the Commanders have played their way right into the Caleb Williams Drake May sweepstakes so I guess shout out to them Sam Howell, it was fun while it lasted. It's over. It's Jacoby Brissett's team now. I don't know why Ron Rivera still, why they were waiting to fire him till the end of the year. Should have given the enemy at least a chance. I don't really understand that, but whatever. The Commanders this is a disaster. They were so frisky the first half of the year, and then they've just gone into the toilet. Um, they're playing as bad as anyone right now. They just lost to Trevor Simeon last week. Give me San Francisco, especially after getting embarrassed. I would take San Francisco minus 20. So minus 12 and a half, no problem. Christian. You made it, Joe. 
Christian just uh, goes there. Down. We go. I had to jump back to the app. <laughs> Hang on. I was on FanDuel. I had to jump back to the app real quick. And then while I was mid talking, of course, I just pulled the biggest uh, Colby. Um, anyways, because I was primed and ready. Uh, I was about to say on Tuesdays, I usually do like these fun takeaways and stuff like that for the 49ers, especially. Then, then you know that moment. So here we go. I'm just going to bring the 49ers takeaway into this game. You know that moment in a TV show or anime where the protagonist is like, he's really feeling himself. He just got back from his training arc. He's been beating every villain. And then the new antagonist from the new season approaches and just kicks his ass. <laughs> and then you, you, they're just left questioning themselves. And they got to build themselves up. And they're probably going to see that antagonist at the season finale. Right now, they're going to build themselves up. And they're about to run into the first grunt. Not a boss grunt and they're gonna kick filler filler episode (laughs) yes this is more or less a filler episode (laughs) and everything um i think the 49ers here i agree with you colby they're probably gonna win by 20 plus because i'm pretty sure trevor simeon and the jets dropped what 30 plus on them yeah that that game got crazy so yeah give me the 49ers and everything i think this game will be a lot less crazier than what washington got last week did you um? Did you know Kirk Cousins was sponsored by KFC? I did not. Yes, yes, I did. He has a cheesy finger licking good commercial. I I didn't. That was the first time I saw a Kirk Cousins on KFC commercial. That caught me way off guard. I was like, "Am I being onion right now?" It, 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 honestly, when I first saw it, I thought it was a little racially motivated. <laughs> I was a little bit like, "I don't know how I feel about this." Uh, when I first saw it, I didn't know how I felt about it. <laughs> That's but, all I can say. That's all I can back back to this game itself no just like jane was saying this is literally like a prime like you need to get your anger out you need to beat on like someone the commanders are going to get run out their own building rivera is still not going to get fired somehow he's still going to be lingering around saying less than 50 words somehow just come in and get his paycheck well there's only two more games at this point so you can't really fire him now yeah <laughs> really you should have fired him a long time ago and you got jacoby Brissett starting as well he's i mean he's solid but the Niners, they're they're gonna come and pissed off and, and try to just take everything they have out and be like see this is what brock purdy can do brock is gonna throw like four touchdowns 300 yards 250 are gonna be yards after catch um, so <laughs> it's going to be hilarious seeing all that, but the commanders, they're, they're tanking for Caleb Williams. I mean, they got, they got a good shot. If the Panthers somehow can sneeze out another win. Well, the they, 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 well, the commanders have four wins though. So they need the Panthers to win their last two. Ah. That's probably asking a lot, but they could get Drake May. They could, could trade. They could trade or get Drake May. Yeah. But anyways, all right. So that's another squad ride. Yeah. That's an easy one. All in agreement there. All right, two more really gross games and then some better ones. Panthers, aforementioned, at Jacksonville. The Jags reeling. Uh, Jags, six-point favorites at home. Trevor Lawrence has all sorts of injuries. Still don't think they've said if he's going to play or not. I know he was limited in practice today. The Jags have just been falling off a cliff lately. I actually am going to take the Panthers here because I don't know what Trevor's status is. So I'll take Panthers plus the six. They fought hard against Green Bay last week. Now, granted, Green Bay has no defense, but still, they almost uh, – and they were close to winning that one. So, I'm actually going to take the Panthers and the points here just because of how bad Jacksonville's looked. Man, have they come unraveled after an 8-3 and three start. Um, and Trevor is definitely – he's either not going to play or he's certainly going to be hobbled. 
Um, things, things have just gone off the rails in Duval County. So I'll take Carolina plus six. I doubt they win, but they definitely might cover. Yeah, I have a bad feeling about the fact that Trevor will probably play this game. I would like C.J. Beathard just to get Trevor some rest and everything because I feel like this is a game that the Jags can win with him as a back with a backup. So I, I really do think the Jags should do that if they do. But, I mean, with Trevor, I'm a little concerned as well. But I'm going to stick with the Jags. I mean, it's a bigger spread, of course. But I think they, they have to recognize the fact that they're not, they're no longer have any cushion whatsoever in their playoff hunt here. Like, <laughs> there's no more room for mistakes. It's like, no matter who the opponent is, whoever is up in front of them, they have no more room for mistakes. And honestly, I'm not even the biggest supporter of the Jags. I completely bailed off my take from them. Thank God, because remember, folks, I also have the Ravens in the AFC Championship. I'll take claim of that if it happens. If it happens. Don't worry, sir. If it happens. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, uh, I just want to. I'm just going to go with the Jags here, though. I think this is a they. Uh, this is the perfect team to get right on, <laughs> like literally. So, Jags minus six, figuring it out. <laughs> I mean, I was going to bring it up that the fact that the two of you guys are very, very high on the Jags. I was feeling really good about it for a while up was, until the last like, like, I was the one that. <laughs> I'm taking full blame on this. I, I was the one that convinced him. He stuck with it longer than I have. I, uh, I, hey, I was him. didn't take much convincing. I'll take some blame. I, I you know what? <laughs> I, was wrong. I really like the Jags this year, and for over half the season, it looked like we were right. So, yeah, they're they're like playing like prime Philip Rivers ball. We, we did call that part though of their schedule. We were like they're going to roll through the midseason. We did call that part. So don't 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 shit on us too hard, okay? <laughs> Trevor's hurt. He's hurt. Uh, this is because I don't know if Trevor's gonna go or not, and even if he does, like, even if he's honestly, give me the Panthers plus six. I, I, this is gonna be like they're they, they're repeatedly shooting themselves in the foot, and this would be instrumental if they choke away their division, like they've had a lead this entire time, and they're just choking in a way. Yeah. Mm. It's been bad. They have the tiebreakers. They were the one seed. Yeah, one out of brief, for a brief moment. They had the one seed for a brief moment. <laughs> people actually thought they were going to run away with it. Remember that? They people actually like for that one week, people were like, "All right, the Jags got the one seed. Are they going to run away with it?" No. They completely they completely collapsed. They completely collapsed ever since. Yeah. Oof. All right. Disappointing. This is just disappointing. This I have very- a lot of concern for their off. And then the off. I can't wait till we get to the offseason when we get to talk about some of these teams in depth because Jags are going to have a, a nice 15, 20 minute rant coming their way. Yeah. Plus, you and I are more basketball guys anyway, Jalen, as we've established uh, this year. So, that's well, what- hang on. New Year's isn't around yet. Just Let me make my New Year's resolution coming up later on in the show. Okay. Come on. Oh, we're gonna do- okay. We're going to do that at the end. I like that. Loser talk already talking about basketball. Well, hey, 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 my team is still in the playoff hunt. I haven't talked. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> and our basketball teams are in the championship business. And our football that teams are in the <laughs> business. Um, I'm so already watching more basketball It's just harder to get excited about that. Okay, last gross. Well, there's actually one more gross game. But gross, really gross game. Cardinals at Eagles. 
Eagles 11 and a half point favorites. They did not cover last week as massive favorites against the Giants, even though they won on Christmas. I think Kyler is actually questionable for this game, which gives yeah. me some pause. But I'm so done with the Eagles, honestly, with how they've been these last few weeks and them not covering that Giants game. I will take Arizona and the points here. Because I do think if Kyler, especially if Kyler plays, I feel great about it. And, I mean, they're just so bad on defense. They're just weird vibes right now. Philly still wins, but it's just going to be less than 11 and a half. So I'll take Arizona and the points. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I'm going to be right there with you if Kyler were to play. But since I know that it's questionable right now, I'm just going to take the Eagles. Um, I just think that just like how you were saying, they have been very faulty, very flaky, very any word that starts with an F that represents them being not trustworthy. Um, they, it's just, I'm going to win the Eagles just because they have to get their, they got to get it. They got to earn the trust of their fans. They're at, this is, I think, is this their last home game? Cause they got to go to New York and everything. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is their last home game. This they have to send a message not not only to the team but to the fans. And fucking Boston made this a one point game. I I and I'm I wasn't I'm not I'm not I wasn't shitting on the chat. Like I'm being that serious. Like if if the Pistons pull this off, I might be able to get a PS five. So I really I really would love them to pull this off because I get paid tomorrow. That this would just be a nice bonus incentive for me to to go get a PS five. So. Please come on, Pistons. <laughs> I need I need something to that bill. But um, going for the Eagles just because they need to send a message. Everyone they know everyone's doubting them. Also, I just don't like how the Cardinals have been playing. Man, they had had some. Let me see. I got them right here. Yeah, they played the Bears and they struggled against them. Yeah. This is the Eagles here. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and get the take the Eagles. That's a lot of big spreads. <laughs> Yeah, as Jalen was alluding, this is a must blowout game. Like you, you have to step on the throats here to give the fans some sort of life because you pissed off everyone. I mean, I'll be taking Eagles minus eleven and a half just because. Like this is this is your chance right now to put some spark in your life because if you're going to the Giants next week, I don't really consider that kind of a blowout game that you need to get win. I like I, this is at home. You got to get some spark going right now if you're going to want to make some noise going to the playoffs. So I'm just banking on that. I wouldn't be shocked if the Cardinals covered though. But I'll be just rolling the dice that this somehow the Eagles get firing. AJ Brown is due for a big game as well. Um, not for my fantasy sakes, but like the man, the man needs to get going right now, as well as Chandler Hurts. Yeah. And I mean, and also I did say earlier in the year, why was Brian Johnson being brought up in head coaching talks? Like I, I was very <laughs> early on that. Like, I don't think that, he's going to be getting any jobs, I would say. <laughs> the guy has the most vanilla playbook. It reminds me of Greg Roman so much. Like, it's insane. So, I mean, I, I feel for Eagles fans, but at the same time, I don't. You guys are kind of really, really says some bad stuff sometimes. Okay. Oh, man, that comes with being an Eagles fan. <laughs> on the Eagles there. Okay, into some better games. Next one. Hottest man alive right now. The Bake Show. The Bake Demption rolling on. He's cooking. He's never been hotter. Saints in Tampa. Big game. Bucks are two-and-a-half-point favorites. They beat him in New Orleans the first time around earlier in the year. Wow. Um, Let me just say before I pick, the Bucks have to win this game. 
please don't make the say don't make us watch the Saints in the playoffs. The Bucks are so much more entertaining and it's so much better of a story, and they have a much better quarterback. Give me Baker, ride the hot hand. He's playing as good as anybody in the league right now. I love it. It's great to see. I'm so happy that he's back. Can't wait to see what kind of contract the Bucks give him in the offseason. I'll take the Bucks minus two and a half. Preach, Goldie. That's why I got my hands. I love how my light bulb is just like perfectly yeah. placed like a sun like above that. me. <laughs> so I'm just like, preach, Goldie, preach. Because I've been saying it all year. This is the year for Baker, baby. This is the year and everything. It broke my heart when he, bro- when he beat my Vikings week one. But I said it on week one that he was able to win some oh my god the pistons are just making some terrible decisions but there's somehow five points on the lead but anyways <laughs> um baker baby i just you, it brings a smile to my face to talk about baker i mean i've talked about the bucks they're in great tones all season and i'm right there with you of course colby i mean that's a very biased take because we don't like the saints here of course uh but uh yeah, personally, I'm going with the Bucks here and everything. I don't think Derek Carr and I just don't trust Derek Carr in the offense over there. I know what the Saints bring defensively, and I think they've been a little bit of late. But I I just like what the Bucks are doing. Like I said, in the last couple of weeks, they got veteran guys that know how to make a playoff push. And I think that's the real, real kicker here is that there's a lot of vets on this team who have Super Bowl experience, playoff experience. The Bucks can make the the Bucks can make the NFC playoffs interesting. So, give me the Bucks, please. I do want to say my absolute lock of the win total unders for the season. Absolute smack. Oh, you want me to flip picking back? The, picking the Saints, um, like. The- oh, I've got. I was looking at the over unders earlier. I got to tell you, boys, we did not do. We're not. It's not looking so good for us. James Here, is the one who's even clinched one being right yet. I I have Saints. Saints oh, you're was, right. You're uh, right. It was nine and a half. Okay, you're right. So yeah, I've already missed three. Jalen's already missed two. Christian, you're oh, two. one and one. Three still up in the air. James is one and two with three still up in the air. We we it's not looking great. I'll just say that Jalen had the Panthers over seven and a half. That was probably that. The <laughs> that, one, that one was wrong really fast. That was the first. That's one. Really bad. That's really bad, Jalen. <laughs> that would that would looks really bad. Yes, I can't wait to do another over. That one was clinched like a while ago that they weren't gonna get to. <laughs> Why was it that at seven and a half? Why? <laughs> I mean, people. I because thought they, they gonna we got to Bryce Young. I think every, no one thought they were gonna be this bad. Yeah, I thought they were gonna be bad. They didn't think they'd be this bad, anyway. And I was really big on their defense. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I was big on Evero and that. That just still burned me really, really bad. God, that was really I'm bad. Still like, for these damn takes. Really? Here we go. Oh my God. All right. So, hey, my bears under seven and a half might hit. Cincy under eleven and a half might hit. I got them all right here. Uh we got Jags over nine and a half. This is a big week. This is a big no, week. Uh, Steelers over eight and a half. This is all Jalen, by the way. Uh, Vikings over eight and a half. Not have these on, are all I got, possible. I got the five. You did not have Cincinnati. These are all the ones that I just wrote down. So oh, these okay. are the ones well, I, I really wrote down my findings. Record. 
You can't Colby, be doing you got, that. All right, here. Stop Colby's it. record. I got you right here, Colby. Five, Colby had the Steelers. Right here in my phone. You had, you right had Steelers, now. Raiders, Packers, Colts, Pats. Yeah, I've already but, missed the Pats, Raiders, and Colts. The Steelers and Packers are. It's gonna come down to like the last two weeks to see if I. Can. I wrote down like. What did I, I have eight down on my book? Bad. So. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll just tell. So yeah, Jayla, you had Vikings over eight and a half, up in the air. Jags over nine and a half, up in the air. Panthers over seven and a half, you missed that. Bears under, as you said. And you also had the Cowboys under nine and a half, which is already missed. Oh, um, I didn't take Cincy? No. I put a, no. put a check mark on it. Chris, Chris, Christian, you had Broncos under eight and a half, going to come down to the last two weeks. Should have said that. Bills under yeah. ten and a half, going to come down to the last two weeks. You already hit the Saints. Cardinals under four and a half, going to come down to the last two weeks. And the Browns under nine and a half, which you already missed. Oh, that's yeah, that's gonna be dead if if they win this game. God. They already have ten wins, so it's already dead. But also, I did say also in my AFC North rankings that I'm pretty sure I did put the Bengals as last place, and I did get mocked for that. Um, so just saying that you know, there's a possibility there too. Thank y'all both. Uh, let me go dig up the. Oh, that's another episode. No, I'll dig up more of that later. That's the end of the season we recap. Who are you picking, Christian, in this game? We oh, Buccaneers minus two and a half. Please, okay. Okay. Do all right, not give me the Saints in the playoffs. Please do not. Yes. Derek Carr's another one that you got to take out back like old yeller. Just well, except he's got like they just gave him like a huge contract. Though. Yeah, so, but they're already in cap like misery. They can figure out a way to get out of that. That's true. Yeah, the Saints are just like a kleptoman, like a not a kleptomaniac, just like someone who keeps adding credit card debt and it just keeps getting worse and worse. Uh, my favorite one of you talked about Nick Wright earlier, Jayla. One of my favorite Nick Wright lines is when he's talking about the Saints. He says they're running their team like the league's gonna fold in three years. <laughs> that's how they're running their franchise. Um, all right, so that's a squad ride all on the uh, Bucks. All right, we got seven minutes. Let's get to this last, this good one for the next meeting. Steelers and the man who saved Christmas, Mason Rudolph, in Seattle against the viable Seahawks. Both eight and seven. Both absolutely have to have this game. This is going to be a good one. Seahawks are three and a half point favorites at home. And I'm going to let you guys go first on this one. Three and a half points at home. That's a tough mountain to climb for Seattle. Um, do we know Geno Smith is back, right? Or is it Drew? Yeah, no, it's Geno. It's Geno versus Rudolph. Oh, man, that's just oh, – yeah, I, I still can't uh, – all right, so I'm going to go with hmm. – I'm going to stop myself, actually. I'm going to go with the Steelers just because I think – I'm hoping that this Pickens, Pickens thing is not a one-week fluke. I'm going to go off of that because if it was a one week fluke I can't wait to not pick him on my fantasy league next year. <laughs> uh, I've learned that means I officially learned that lesson. But this would be a great emergence especially against a young secondary against Seattle who has pretty good corners. I mean they have great corners at, over there in Seattle. It's going to be a challenging game if Mason Rudolph decides to let it reap like that. When I say it out loud, I sound crazy for picking the Steelers, but the main reason why here is it sounds even more crazier when I think of Geno Smith trying to challenge the Pittsburgh defense. So I'm going to take the Steelers. The cover, at least. Well, they're underdogs. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Never mind. Go ahead, Christian. What are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? Listen, listen, listen. 
time of all tale, the Steelers will catch you when you're not expecting. Give me the Seahawks minus three and a half here. We're riding the Steelers high right now. And also, also, if Pittsburgh loses this game, this will set up a last week 500 record call on the line where Tyler Huntley's going to have to come in and really put Tom in a bed of like, hey, buddy, you can rest now. And the Steelers fire him in the offseason. Um, so they are not that. You know, I've that would be the biggest game of his Mike, pro bowl career. Flores, your your favorite guy, Mike Flores, already came out with the report saying they're not firing top. Do, do you no? Don't don't Mike Flores. <laughs> I, I believe that report just because that's how the Steelers no. do things. No, 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 no. Don't ever, ever believe in what that man puts out there. That man puts what do you mean is hypocrisy? He has some great, he puts his own he has some great propaganda okay. out there. He he's even admitted himself he'll but stuff that he what he thinks is gonna happen out there. Don't well, believe it. I man. wouldn't be shocked if the Steelers keep Mike Tomlin. I'll just say that because nah, I wouldn't be shocked either. But it'd be hilarious. <laughs> Update the Celtics Steelers. are making me lose my PS5. Yeah, the Celtics. It looks like they've started trying. Um, okay, I hate to say this, but I don't trust the Steelers one bit in this spot. Coming off the emotional win, I would love to pick them, but I can't pick them every week. And oh. He's, Whenever they have to go across the country for these four o'clock afternoon West Coast games, I never feel great. They didn't beat the Rams earlier this year, which was a nice surprise, a nice touch. But uh, I never like these spots. This is exactly the kind of game that the Tomlin Steelers don't win. Um, and so I hate to say it, but I would actually take Seattle here. I don't feel good going into this. As much as it was great with Mason, I hope that I'm wrong because especially if the Ravens would beat Miami like I think they will and they're resting guys next week. I think Pittsburgh wins that game. Um and Tomlin will get his nine and eight record. That's my guess as to what how this plays out. I don't feel good about this spot at all. Um so I would actually take Seattle here as much as that pains me to say. I don't I'm not I don't feel good about this game. Not one bit. Well you see I had to step away for a second here because folks Colby just did a – I hope that went through. Moment. Um, so, I, I love that. I have, like, an old Vine soundboard, and he just said, bruh. But anyways, um, I'm going to go ahead and just shake my head here, Colby, as I am now officially the best person to stand by his team. Christian has picked the Steelers in the rivalry I'm game with the Ravens. I'm only let the record. And now Colby has finally stepped away. Colby has finally stepped away from his Steelers. I have called my Vikings games honestly, and I've told them the truth of. I gave the key to success to every game, and still stuck by my team. Just saying, folks. I hope I'm wrong. It takes, it takes a different type of character to still put your name by your team. I'm just, just objective, but that's mm-hmm. fine. You can that's, always just give the keys to success, hope, like the Depot I, Home Depot. I hope I hope that I'm wrong. All right, three more games. A game that prior to QB injuries would have had much more attention, but still a big game because the Bengals are still alive and the Chiefs are flailing. Kansas City, a seven-point favorite at home against Jake Browning. The Chiefs coming off that debacle on Christmas Day against the Raiders. I mean, it's weird to see the Chiefs in a spot like this. They have issues. Um and I hope they get bounced early in the playoffs because no one likes the team that just wins every year. Um, but I love them in this spot. I think the Jake Browning run is over. 
Um, seven is more points than I would like to swallow, but I'll still do it. I think this is a prime for a bounce-back spot with how embarrassed the Chiefs were last week. Even though they're still kind of a mess and they have issues, um, I'll take the Chiefs here over Cincinnati because I just don't think Jake Browning's going to be able to pull this one off. I think Jake Browning will be able to pull this one off. Um, I'm going to go with the Brown. I'm going with the Browns. I'm going with the Bengals here because of uh, what's it called? Jamar Chase is coming back this game. He's already starting his trash talk about the uh, the Arrowhead Invitational. So I think Jake Browning understands the impact of this game. I think I think we all understand the Bengals and their reputation with the Chiefs and the Chiefs likewise, but. Yeah, I don't think the I think the Chiefs are more shook. I, I think they're really shook in the eyes. I'm I'm going to go with the Bengals here. I think uh, they got their weapon. They get Jamar Chase back. They're going to be. We've seen what Jake Browning can do when he has all his receivers. So I, I, I'm going to go with the Bengals here. This is a similar thing with the Eagles. You need a game right now where you can blow out. You you need this, and it's at Kansas City as well. You you need this kind of confidence boost going to the playoffs because if you don't, it's not looking good. But, I mean, are we going to start talking about a Swift curse? Are we going to talk about the Taylor Swift curse right now? Because ever since, and I always love these celebrity curses. Right. The most hilarious things on earth is the Kardashian curse. Um, who else was a curse? Uh, I felt like there was quite a bit other ones, but like um, Taylor Swift curse of like Travis Kelsey turning to Eric Ebron ever since they started dating. Like, it doesn't help that none of the other receivers are ever open. No, no, it doesn't help at all. It doesn't help it at all. So, it's you need you need a game here. And you got the the little kitty cats coming to town. Or Jake Brown, you should have never caught me. Oh, what happened, buddy? Next week, you you got exposed pretty badly. Give me the Chiefs minus seven here. I hopes of a blowout game and just puts Jake Brown into rest and just has this little Brownie sanity three game run just go to an end. Um, or you know, if not, you know, Bro gets replaced and gets shipped off to Shanghai, China. So we'll see. That's what you would want, right? Anyways. Okay. So what was your pick? Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. Two more games. And now the game with the news of the week. Chargers at Broncos. Russell Wilson, Mr. Quite Limited, has been benched. The meaning they're going to cut him before his massive contract even kicks in. Going to go down as one of the dumbest contract extensions of maybe the dumbest of all time. It's Jared Stidham versus Easton Stick. Uh, this is just crazy. Russ, what a what a chaotic fall from grace. And I can't say I'm sad to see it because I don't think any of us are huge Russ guys on this podcast. I know Christian isn't. I am not as well. Um, the Broncos, right. yeah. Sean Payton, I think, has done a fine job this year with where they are. Um, it hasn't been great, and I do agree with Christian Shaw Payton slightly overrated, but at least they weren't a laughing stock this year. Um, I don't know with this right now. This has taken the turn now. Botched ending, but I got to tell you, I love the Broncos though this week with Stidham, mostly because the Chargers, the new coach bounce thing, that's a one week thing. So I don't think they're going to have that same juice they did against the Bills. Um, now that they're on week two of the interim, and Easton Stick is Easton Stick. Stidham, I've at least seen play a game a couple of times in the NFL. I think Sean Payton's been probably wanting to do this for a while. I'm sure Russell Wilson's been driving him mad. 
Um, so I'll take the Broncos here in this game. That's effectively meaningless. But yeah, Russell Wilson benched. What a ride. What a ride. <laughs> I mean, you know what else is a ride? This damn game right now. I mean, goodness. Now the Pistons are up by four. At least on my stream. Guys, don't ruin this for me. Um, got, I'm going in. I'm going with the Broncos as well, just with the consistency. I don't like what the Chargers are doing. I, I didn't even believe in the fact that they won the game. I think when I was – yeah, I was going over this recap, and I was like, eh, did they, did they even get a spark? So, I'm going with the Broncos. I'm not going to have a team right here. I am taking the Chargers plus three and a half here. This Broncos scenario shows another why Deshaun Payton is absolutely overrated head coach. He cannot take blame. The guy is allergic to taking blame itself. He cannot. I I personally, like, I'm not a big Russ fan, but the guy went on a five-game win streak and brought some life back to what they were doing. Some moments. And the guy now all of a sudden is getting the most stupidest reason for getting benched because they want to be financially liable if he gets hurt. They're the ones that negotiated his contract. What? Why is this being a problem right now? This is such a messed up reason for him to be benched of like, oh, we don't want to get hurt to pay you a, a financial statement. It's like, like what the is Derek that? Carr thing last year, kind of. It's dirty. It's just like 10 years for the Broncos. Yeah, this, this is insane. Insane. Like, I'm not a Russ guy. And like, I have to sit here and defend the man right now. Like, this is awful. Like, he just like. So this might turn some people to like Russell, I mean, it still won't turn me to go like Russell, but I will defend Russell in this messed up situation right now. Like, this is stupid. This is, Sean Payton is, is once again, and he, his press conference is stupid too. Like, he was like saying like, oh, I can't replace the offensive line. I can't replace all of the six wide receivers. Like, I, like the guy, his answers piss me off every time. Not like, take a, hmm. Just me, as a Vikings fan, I'm right there with you. Sorry, I, I had to, I had to have to step in on this one. Right there with you about the Sean Payton thing. It <laughs> grinds my gears seeing him answer that press conference, and he was stuttering so much because he yeah. did. He, he was trying to find what to say and everything without getting, like you were saying, without taking blame on himself. Like yeah, literally, yeah. like it's uh, it grinds my gears, and I hate that I even picked him. But yeah. It's yeah. just because I don't like what's going on with the Chargers, to be honest. Well, but sorry, go ahead. This I, is a, I agree. This, this, this is an out of spite pick. This is really just like the, I hope the rest of the Broncos team is like, all right, dude, we're, we're just going to best rush for Stidham when we can make a play. That's also the thing that bothers me. They can make a playoff push. And you mean to tell me you're going to bench Russ? Like, Russ is not the problem here. He's been putting guys in positions recently in the second half of the season to win. It's just insane. You guys are like about there. You guys could even get the AFC West if you wanted to out of some miracle the Chiefs lose the last two games. Even though it's like a very small percentage, but there's still that chance. This is insane. So uh, I don't know. It just pisses me off. Champagne is just freaking overrated. <laughs> Give me Chargers. All right. Y'all on the Chargers. Wow. Okay. All right. Last game Sunday night football. Big one. Loser leaves town. Jalen. <laughs> Your team starting Jaron Hall, fourth starting quarterback this year for the Vikings. Um, you want us to go, or you want you want to me? You want to go? I feel like since you guys made everyone else go first, I'll do the same. Oh, so okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, you probably already know who I'm gonna pick, but come on, gotta take my ride, ride with my guy here. Come on now. 
Jordan Love, listen, the Packers have issues, but they have a quarterback. They have Jordan Love. They have a court. They have Sorry, a quarterback. Guy O'Meter, he's I met probably a definitely the guy. At least certainly a probably the guy. Maybe it definitely. Look at it. Right, you're rocking yourself down now. <laughs> numbers are great. Terrific numbers. They have no defense. That's the main Packers' main issue. Um, but look, man, I picked the Falcons last time before John the, when Jaron Hall was out there. You don't get to pick against Jaron Hall every week. I think your Vikings deserve a lot of credit for how they've hung in there and fought all year after losing Kirk. I think it speaks volumes to how good KOC is as a coach. You know, I love KOC. I think he's a terrific coach. I've loved the hire and I've loved every loved him every step of the way. So hats off to him. Hats off to your Vikings. But I love the Packers here. Come on now. I didn't even say the line. Vikings are one and a half point favorites with Jared Hall. But I just can't quit the Packers. So of course I'm taking the Packers. Christian? Okay. <laughs> Great words of insight, Colby. Well, here's Judgment Day here. We're here. We're here. Oh, we are here. This sucks. I don't want to. <laughs> We are here. I mean, I, I was right about the Panthers pick. I do want to make that known. You were. You were. They did cover. <laughs> Panthers did cover. The thing is, my thing, my argument here, Jair Alexander. Oh, yeah. I didn't even see there. Jay Jetta, 200 plus yards, two touchdowns. Give me Vikings minus one and a half. Give it. <laughs> Screw the goddamn Packers. I'm sick and tired of them. No, I'm smiling. I'm laughing. I'm having a good time here. Um, look, <clears throat> I'm actually really confident about this game. Oh. Um, yeah, I feel pretty good. I honestly, it's not even about whoever is playing quarterback. I just trust the system at this point. I, I feel like whoever is back there, whether it's Hall, Mullins, or Dobbs, I mean, each quarterback does his own thing, but I feel like the rest of our skill position players will get us there. More importantly, it's Tyson Chandler, man. He, I, I feel like being a running back that doesn't average two, three yards a carry, finally, it's just uh, – it's very meaningful. It's, uh, it's, it's actually – it helps the offense a lot. So – I'm obviously going to sit here. I'm going to take the Vikings. I think this is going to be an easier game without Jair Alexander. It will allow, like Christian said, Justin Jefferson, K.J. Osborne, our receiving group to step up with Munt and Oliver, too. Because, newsflash, T.J. Hawkinson tore both his ACL and MCL. Yeah, that's right. He got the Adrian Peterson injury, folks. We will not be seeing him probably for two seasons. Not for next season, and probably, yeah, probably not going to see him next season. So, because it's such a late, late injury. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the Vikings. I think this is a great opportunity for our receiving core and everything just to get our group back, especially when there's no Jair Alexander. That's a huge plus. I mean, prime time must need it, must have it, and they're putting it, putting it on the backs of Jordan Love. I mean, come on, if they're putting it on Jordan Love, you know where I'm going with this. Do you want me to the Jordan Love disrespect has to stop Jalen. It's okay to admit that he's pretty good. He's one of the better quarterbacks. He's pretty good? No. Kobe, the they played the Panthers last week. I'm not just talking about last week. He's one of the top 16 quarterbacks. He's above average. I'm not I would no. he's he has 
Let me read your stats real quick. He has where? Why is this? Okay, hold on. ESPN.com is kind of being trash right now. Give me a second. He has three thousand five hundred eighty-seven yards. That's thirteenth in the league. He's tied for third in touchdowns with twenty-seven. He has eleven picks, but he has twenty-seven touchdowns. Completing was his completion percentage: sixty-two percent of his throws, ninety-one passer rating. This is not like elite. But he's certainly above average. I would absolutely trade all the quarterbacks on my team for him. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> really? Yes. I, I would. I would rather run with. I would rather run with what I got right now than run with Jordan Love personally. Well, that's full. Well, if you're including pre, if you're including Kirk Cousins, sure. Exactly. But I mean, for Kirk, cool. baby, for anyway, Kirk, this for team's the, doing it for Kirk. That's the. They have no defense. The Packers, watch out next year. Um, you see, hang okay. on, pause. You say they have no defense, but they literally spent every single first-round pick in the last five years on their defense. We were on yeah. this podcast making fun of them for drafting defense in the first round. So well, don't yeah. give me that talk that they don't have defense. They got first-round picks after I'm the not, wazoo. No, not, no, 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 no. I've heard not only you, but other people give them that argument. No, 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 no. They they spent the money. They spent the time and effort on that defense. Yeah. And it's still very – it's still a very good defense. You guys forget that. Like, they got that – I forgot what his big name. A very good defense? That big – It man is a terrible defense. Middle. Bryce Young had the greatest game of his life against their defense. They've spent resources. You're right about that. That's that's an indictment on their front office. That's an indictment on them. They've spent resources and it's still bad. But just because they've spent resources, that doesn't mean it's good. They got the players, man. I'm telling you. They yeah. got the players. It's still, it's a, maybe it's a coaching thing. It's coaching. I'm, I'm not saying that. The oh, I would love to hear that. I'm just saying thing. that you're you know I'm sitting here for that. I'm just saying I'm all for that. It's a coaching thing. I'm all for that. Whatever, whatever his name is, the D coordinator, Joe Barry, whatever his yeah. name is, Packer fans absolutely hate that man. Yeah, he's fired. He's he's gonna get fired. Anyways, I'm just I'm not gonna let you pump for my man Jordan Love like that. Like he's their problem. Anyways, that's <laughs> games. We gotta do these picks. We've been we've been going. This has been a long one. <laughs> I told you this was a good. I told you we can make this a good one, man. You're we right. thought this no, slate was going to be close. Good. We made this a good one, folks. It's very good. All right, Christian, <laughs> we are hitting that time. Go ahead, give us that do list because right now it looks like I might not be getting that PS5. What's the score right now? Uh, uh, they're on a little like timeout. Hang on, I'm waiting for the scoreboard to get back up. That's why hundred one. Thinking. So it's there. It's still there. We could get a game winner. This is drama. I don't want to go now to the game winner. So, the Dares Do's list. Okay, I'm getting, I'm getting pissed off. I got I, this is this is insane. Um Jonathan Taylor hit Tyreek went MIA during a big game. And then who else was on it? Diggs. Diggs man MIA. So guess what? Diggs is back on it, but he's getting blocked out. If he's is oh. he's getting he's getting blacklisted. If he doesn't score here, but against the Patriots, and then we go Cooper Cup against the Giants, Solid. and then another one that will go on the blacklist if he doesn't score. AJ Brown, like Ooh. you got us here, buddy. I um, pressure this week. So two players that will go on the blacklist: Cooper Cup. He he, I haven't picked Cooper Cup in quite a bit. He hit it last time I put him on, so he he hasn't got me mad. But the other two, you're on the verge. So plus eight ninety two is what you get it out. All right, I like that. All big names. That seems reasonable to me. They all seem reasonable. 
That's right. That's a good point. <laughs> okay, Jalen, take us away. All right, here we go. Um, Joe Flacco just scored a touchdown. That's what I'm talking about. Just, uh, just wanted to throw that out there to our special fan out there who I'm playing against. Uh, 22 points on fantasy. Not too bad, Joe. Not too bad. Uh, but it is that time where, like Kobe said, we got to wrap this puppy up. So it's time for our locks and upsets and statements. Um, let's see. Going through the upset category from last week, Christian, you had the Steelers. Congratulations. Uh, Colby had the Cardinals. That didn't work. Came close. You came close. You came Not close. really. <laughs> uh, uh, I had the Vikings. They kind of. It's technically a push. Um, and then uh, you got the Bucks, Ravens, and Lions. Christian with the Lions as a statement win. They certainly did. They did give a statement win. I'll give them that. Uh, Ravens, Colby, you took the Ravens as a statement win. That panned out for you. And I had the Bucks. Staying hot, Woo. so it's a, uh, it's a uh, yeah. We got we got a good little. We got a great role. I like to say that we do pretty good on our upset and statements. And Porzingis is acting like he's somebody. How many quad picks do we have this week? Did oh we yeah, sorry, I did not recap that. Um, not very many. We only have four: Texans, Rams, Niners, Bucks. That was a probably three. Well, pretty good. I about trust them. those. Yeah, I was about to say I I actually feel pretty good about those this week. Um. All right, so as always, we're going to go based off of record. Colby, because of your five pushes, you technically do have a higher record than me. So I will be going first for the locks. Uh, actually, I'll just go first for everything. We'll just do it that. We'll just do the same order for them all. How about that? Keep it simple, right, folks? All right, so upset. My upset pick of the week, I'm going to go with mm, – you know, it's very surprising when you have to do the talking for someone else's team. So I'm going to be here. I'm going to take the Steelers with the upset on Seattle. All right. I like it. I hope you're right and I'm wrong. Uh, I'll go Carolina over the reeling Jags. Why not? And I will go Chargers over the Broncos. All right. And Christian, I'll let you get the back-to-backs. How about that for statement? So go ahead. You got the first pick for statement game. Hey, man, give me – give me the Niners aren't dead. Minus – what is it, 12 or something? 12 and a half. <laughs> 12 and a half, yeah. Yeah, give me, give me the Niners are not dead and just beat up on the little kid. All right, I'll mm. take Dallas bounce back for my statement game. Prove they're still in the NFC mix. And for my statement – it's going to be the team that we literally just talked about. It's going to be the Vikings, baby. We're going to go ahead and go with the Vikings. Big statement game. Going to stay alive in the like, in the play, NFC playoffs. A team that everybody wants to see, obviously. Um, All right. And it looks, it looks like, look at that, folks. It all works out, pans out perfectly for me to get the first pick. Ah, oh, nice and comfy here in first place. Or at least I'm trying to itch my way to first place, I should say. Got to five um, so we're getting, you're getting there. Yeah, I mean, I've finally got a good little streak going here. Normally, I dude, this is tough. I don't see much picks that uh we share in. Oh wait, give me the Rams. Oh okay, that's a solid one. Yeah. Rams minus five and a half for one one. Um, all right, I'm gonna go in that same division. I normally don't like big favorites, but the Niners, like I said, there's no points I wouldn't take. So I'll go Niners minus twelve and a half. My first lock. 
Oh, you guys took literally my first two picks. Wow. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Wow. That's what I'm like to hear. Two of the four squad picks already off the board. <laughs> uh, really give me. Wow. Now looking at this rest of this board, it really is not. A lot of so... device division. Overall confident. Give me Bucks minus two and a half. <laughs> All our squad rides became locked. And. Texans minus four and a half. Oh, all the squad picks. First. Yeah, all the squad picks off the board. That's going to make things a little interesting. Uh, all right, for my second one, I'll double down with my statement game. I'm going to take Dallas over Detroit minus four and a half. I really think they're going to get that game. Um, I'm going to go with a big spread here. I'm going to bite the bullet. Give me the Eagles minus 11 and a half. I, I think they're going to get right at home. And then... My final lock of week 17. Goodness. It's crazy. You know how we're you know that we're at the end of the season because there's no Monday night football game, folks. This is it. We have finally this is it, yeah. Back in the old days. This is we would have had all games on Sunday um at this time. So but anyways, my last pick here, as I'm just trying to, you know, ramble on. It's going to be a nice little challenge, I think. I'm thinking I'm going to do a challenge, and it's going to be towards Colby as I keep trying to fight for second place because there's no way I catch Christian unless I get every playoff game correct. So give me the Lions over the Dallas Cowboys. Plus four and a half. Okay. All right. Lions plus four and a half. Interesting. Um. All right. There's a couple ways I've thought about going here for my last one. Really just – uh two that I'm in between, but I i can't quit them. Give me the Packers, plus one and a half is my last one. Can't quit them. Sorry. Up in the morning. Addiction is a, is a cruel mistress. I feel that. <laughs> wow. The last one. God, the rest of this sucks. <laughs> Do it, Christian. Uh, do it, Christian. Just, just do it. Be the homer. Uh, Take the Panthers. Fuck it. Not making the Panthers my lock. Not doing that. <laughs> Give us a fucking no. chance. No, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go, I'll go Patriots plus thirteen and a half. Large. That was the other one I thought about. Yeah, that number is too big. I don't I don't get why that number is so high. Christian taking the opposite of the points. That's that's uh it's been a while. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That is very interesting. All right. So Colby, go ahead and run down that recap yes. for us. So the locks, week 17. I'm on the Niners, Cowboys, Packers, Niners minus 12 and a half, Cowboys minus four and a half, Packers plus one and a half. Jalen's got the Rams minus five and a half, Eagles minus 11 and a half, and the Lions getting four and a half points. Christian has the Bucks minus two and a half, Texans minus four and a half, and the Patriots getting 13 and a half points. Who would have ever thought we'd see the day where the Patriots would consistently be getting double digit points? Yes, it's a beautiful sight. You guys probably relish in it. Um, nice. dude, it is eight seconds remaining in this game, and the Pistons are down two. Uh, if anyone's ahead of me, I wouldn't mind a spoiler. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. I don't like waiting for reps to figure things out. Not sure so, who it's the ball, but 
they're still down too. Okay. But like I mentioned earlier, we got a new year coming up, boys. So before our final thoughts, let's go ahead and have some New Year's resolutions. Uh, Colby, let's uh, let's see. I'm trying to figure out what's going to be your New Year's resolution for, I guess, sports teams just in general. I don't know. I, I was going to come up with a theme for this, but I don't know. Just fun New Year's resolution. Anything. Yeah, for anything. Okay, yeah. I'll go, I got a good one. I'll just say something that we've harped on. I hope that NBA franchises, specifically those in Chicago and Toronto, are honest with themselves about where they are. And my resolution would be for them to just do the smart thing and trade away their good players to actually good teams and quit trying to tread in the middle because it just frustrates me when teams are incompetent. So that's my New Year's resolution. And those were the Bulls and Raptors. Okay. Also the Christian Hawks were disaster. And the Hawks. Okay. I'm just writing down. It's almost like a Christmas wish list. Think of it that way. It's almost like a thing that you want to happen. Uh, Christian, what is one thing you or New Year's resolution for next year? My New Year's resolution is to no matter don't whatever happens, don't listen into the Dodgers hype as they will get knocked out in the championship game whatsoever again. Even with Otani there, Dodgers are gonna Dodgers. That's a good one. Uh, all right, and my New Year's resolution is going to be to actually be the complete opposite of Christian. Don't fall, Christian's is don't fall for the Dodgers. Mine is fall all in to the new college football format. I, I, I want to see how it all goes down. I actually want to pay attention to it. I'm actually really intrigued to see how some of these new conferences line up and stuff, and maybe some schools don't actually make it to the playoff as easy easily but there's also more playoff teams so who knows i i really want to fall more into college football because i think they're going to do some interesting things in these the next season that's going to really gravitate our attention so that's my new year's resolution is to go into some college sports where a thing that i very outspokenly said that i don't want to do but i think they're about to hit an interesting 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 time all right i can't speak but you guys can because it's time for our final thoughts. Christian, it's your time to shine. Our final thoughts, man. It's it's near the end of season, boys, for NFL. Like it's it's right there. You just remember there's other sports that are upon the horizon as well. You can get full attention to NBA, you get full attention to NHL. You have MLB coming up as well, like coming up in the springtime. It's already it's almost January. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like it's Felt like it was just yesterday we were watching the World Series, and now we're here. So that is just a positive spin zone I want to put in people's minds. Like there are more; they're going to come across the horizon itself. But let's just live in the moment right now that we have football, because then it's going to be six weeks later. We're like, ah, man, I wish I had football. Um, and it looks like the Pistons are going to overtime. Overtime, let's go. Let's I'm like go. eight seconds behind, so they're overtime. That's big. That's big. That's, so, wow. All right, let's go. We got a chance for this fucking PS5, uh, dude. If I if they win this game, I will genuinely go to a GameStop or wall, or anywhere to find one just to get a PS5. Like this is insane. Oh my gosh. All right, Colby. Sorry to interrupt you before your final thought. Good. I'll go yours. Quick. I'll go quick with mine and stick with basketball for my final thought. Um, just one for my team specifically, a scary situation. And 
Just uh, get well soon to Aaron Gordon, who oh, I don't yeah. know if you saw this, saw but that. is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how long, probably only going to be a couple weeks, but he was attacked by a dog and has lacerations on his face and hand. Kind of a scary situation, not something you see often. I don't remember ever seeing something quite like that. So just get well soon to AG. He is easily, I mean, he's the guy that tipped the Nuggets over the edge to being a champion. It was the greatest trade in franchise history. Uh, to get him, so just get well sued uh, to AG because you hate to see something like that. Yeah, turns out he did not have that dog in him, Colby. That's all it is. Turns out he did not have that dog in him. Um, anyways, terrible joke aside. Oh, terrible, terrible, terrible joke aside. Um, my final thought here is actually going to be reeling with Christian. Um, I'm a part of the teams that season may end in the next couple of weeks club. And um, normally, like I did last season, I get very emotional and very, you know, seldom about the time that we're about to hit here. Well, last year, my team was in the playoffs, but this time the tables have turned and I'm starting to feel it. But more importantly, folks, I did not lose my toilet bowl championship game. Don't <laughs> yes. worry. I am not the loser of the fantasy league. Do not do that. I, 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 I appreciate all the support. I actually got a great influx of support these last couple, this last week, um, last few guys. I got a great amount of messages. So thank you to everyone that shouted out. We pulled through. We managed a great team. And right now, Joe Flacco is leading this team, hopefully, into not ninth place, not even eighth place. No, sir. This team's playing for seventh, God damn it. We're playing, we're playing to not be the the bottom three teams. So we can where I can make an argument someday saying that I could make it into the top five or six. So <laughs> my final thought is good stuff, Joe Flacco. Just like how we got some good stuff today. Thank you for listening to the CJ JC show. Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast, if we have it up. And if we do, thank you for following us on social media. And besides that, have a good one, y'all.